0: Georgia's DBHDD reminds people that the Good Samaritan Law can save lives during alcohol and drug overdoses. People are urged to call 911 and stay until help arrives. More information at opioidresponse.info.
1: From Georgia Public Broadcasting, this is On Second Thought. I'm Virginia Prescott. The confetti has settled in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and the Patriots are once again the victors. 17 years ago, the Patriots won their first Super Bowl. The Patriots are Super Bowl champs once again. Hundreds of thousands of people are heading out of Atlanta this morning, and we're checking out the results and of this, the results of the city's long preparations for the big game. Here to break down the best moments and Maroon 5's grab bag of a halftime show, our GPB Morning Edition producer Taylor Gant and reporter Ross Terrell. How you doing?
2: Good morning. We're doing all right. All
1: right. Well, Taylor, I'm going to say to the victors go the spoils and the first question. This is the Patriots' sixth Super Bowl win. Now they are tied with the Pittsburgh Steelers for the most such wins by a team. What does it mean for the Patriots?
0: Well, it's funny. You know, for most teams, any given Super Bowl is an incredible accomplishment. It's something that's not often celebrated by a team. But for the Patriots, they already had five down with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick going for their sixth. You know, it almost seemed like it was old hat at this point. Um, you know, how can you be nervous for a game that you've been to so many times over the past, you know, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years? Um, so I'd, I'd have to say, you know, it doesn't do much. You know, it just it, it continues to um, improve the legacy of Tom Brady and the Patriots. And I don't think that we really needed much more clarification that. Belichick, Brady, it's the best combination that's ever played in this sport.
1: Mm. And Ross, your pregame prediction was two words, Tom Brady. (laughs) 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 He is the oldest quarterback in the league, also considered to be one of the best. Did he play like that last night?
2: I think he, last night he's no longer one of the best. He is the best. Six rings, uh most everybody quarterback. Did he play like it? Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily. He played better than Jared Goff, quarterback of the Rams, but I mean 21 of 35 and in an interception, it wasn't necessarily that impressive. Yeah. Um I think before the game He was kind of taking in the scene like this could be the last time I'm here. He says he's 0% chance he's going to retire. But he is 41. And in sports, you might as well be 75. Um, So he's the best. And we'll see.
0: And it kind of reminds me of Super Bowl 50, which was a few years ago when Peyton Manning played his final game. It was the Broncos versus the Panthers. They won. He didn't throw a, a touchdown in that game either, and he retired immediately after. But as Ross said, Brady said he's going until he's 45 years old. He doesn't want to stop. <laughs>
1: well, it, it, the other championships, they the always come after the score was tied. Patriots trailing fourth quarter. Big tension. Not a tense game last night.
0: No. 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 <laughs> I mean, there was a little bit at the end. You know, The Rams had a chance to at least tie it at 10. But then, you know, Goff throws an interception, uh, you know, and that basically ends the chances for the Rams at
2: that point. How about
1: some props for Julian Edelman, the most valuable player, played a great game?
2: We'll give him his props, 10 catches. But if if you're the NFL, in a way, you kind of have to be relieved the way the championship weekend ended with the controversial no call, uh, with billboards Mm -hmm. going up saying a team got robbed. You didn't have any of that. There was no controversy here. It no. was a, a dud of a game. But the announcer jinx, I will say, is real. Um, no kicker had missed a field goal in Mercedes-Benz Stadium right. all year.
1: That was a little bit of a shocker.
2: First <laughs> kick, it goes haywire.
1: Didn't kill things, though. But how, how does this game stack up against the, the Rams compared to other Super Bowl wins that the Patriots have been in?
0: I, I would say it's probably... They're least impressive, I guess you could say, only because you know both offenses were so anemic. You know, it really was just a war of attrition. There was not really any sort of you know masterful offensive play calling there. It really was you know two great defenses going up against two offenses that didn't seem ready to play in that big game. Um, I don't know if Frosty Gruzen there or not. There,
2: I'll say this is what's interesting. As we, I think we mentioned on the show, you know, Tom Brady won his first against the Rams, right. and at that time it was the end of the Rams dynasty, which was known as the greatest show on turf, and right. kind of the start of theirs. And I think we just saw. The culmination of that, I think it kind of came full circle. Uh, this Patriots dynasty may be wrapping up, but um, the Rams it wasn't impressive. Their defense played well, but other than that, it wasn't impressive.
1: So, not a real redemption from the team's last year loss to the Eagles. <sighs> like I
0: said, <laughs> when <laughs> you're at the top of the mountain, how far can one be redeemed? You know, it's right. Right. Just...
1: Well, this seems to be the sort of overall, like, meh. This was the game. They won the Super Bowl again. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the same kind of feeling about the halftime show. Ooh. Maroon 5 <laughs> headlined the halftime show. More noted, I would say, for Adam Levine stripping off his shirt than a real dynamism of delivery. Here is a bit from the, ha- the show when Big Boy and Travis Scott, I'm going to say, woke things up.
2: Top
0: my window, go my All night, man, I'll be on it all day Straight up, pimp if you want me You can find me in the A
1: Big Boy making a big entrance there. Uh, one review I, I, I read, Maroon 5, a quasi-soul, quasi-rock, utterly funkless band, was the main attraction. Likely the third or eighth or maybe 14th choice for a headliner. Remind <laughs> us of the controversy, if you would, about why Maroon 5 was chosen.
2: Yeah, I, I think, uh, as we've said, the biggest thing from Atlanta's is... How could you not have an Atlanta artist uh, and you had a little snippet a little tease of big boy? <laughs> you had Gladys Knight. you had Chloe and, Chloe and Haley singing America the beautiful, but what you saw the best performances from last night Weren't the teams it wasn't Maroon 5. It was Atlanta artists on their stage mm-hmm. And I think you kind of proved a lot of people right about when you think of Atlanta And it's synonymous with hip-hop the history of here of the artists that we put out Um I mean, the the pregame concerts that were free in Centennial were better shows than what we saw last night at halftime. Yeah,
0: they they mentioned they were going to have this kind of grandiose, uh, you know, unifying message. They alluded to it, you know, before the game, and you know, one love was spelled out in the in this in the sky above Mercedes Benz Stadium. It was fine. It was kind of inoffensive. I think people can just kind of go meh. And that would sum it up pretty well.
1: Well, fine and inoffensive seems to be the way that things were running. And the same was true for the commercials. There were no political messaging of any kind. Uh, Although Adam Levine, didn't he say something like the voices are going to be heard on the field? That was the
2: plan. (laughs) Did we hear that? I think we saw it with love. I think that was an attempt. Yeah. But it it was safe. And and one of the concerns that, uh, you know, people we've talked to have said is you can't really control the artist's message. And that was one of the reasons for not having them. And I think... You may have overcorrected, you know, not only did you not control the message It was kind of a lifeless performance as a whole Yeah, and you know big boy was on for all of maybe what two minutes
0: <laughs> blink and he was gone You know he right. Lived right in the coach the car was nice But besides that he was very very not highlighted during that whole thing right.
1: We're getting a little bit of a recap of the Super Bowl with Taylor Gant and with Ross Terrell we uh, also are going to be hearing a little bit more of his reporting. Ross is on the, on the floor and around the city of Atlanta in just a minute. But, Ross, you did lose your bet. You thought that Outcast might reunite at the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, I lost. Um, <laughs> I expected an Andre 3000 uh, cameo of some sort. Um, I thought this would have been the perfect time to do it. You're at home, but Andre 3000 has turned down the Super Bowl in the past, citing having to conform with the NFL, having to shorten songs. You're having a a quicker performance. And for him, he wanted the ability to do the whole song how he wanted. Um, So with that being said, I'll pass to Taylor because I'm still a little salty.
1: (laughs) Well, okay. How about ads? I mean, that's often the big news for the Super Bowl. People seem to shy, or advertisers, let's say, seem to shy away from anything that smacked of controversy.
0: Right. We, you know, we had, uh, you know, Stacey Abrams ad uh, that we we talked about in the days leading up to the Super Bowl, talking about the, the need for paper ballots. But besides that, you know, Super Bowl advertising in itself seemed to take kind of a very you know, measured approach this time. There wasn't really anything that stuck out too much. Besides one ad that we that we talked about in Morning Edition today, uh, the Bud Light uh, cameo with the mountain coming in from Game of Thrones and crushing the Bud Light Knight which I don't think anybody saw coming. There was a lot of audible gasps at my Super Bowl party yeah, same here. and I imagine there was in you know, others too but uh, yeah besides that you know I think a lot of ads have problems you know trying to get as like cool and throw in as many memes and inside jokes and like old celebrities and stuff like that but at the end I think if you ask a lot of people like hey what was that last commercial for they'll just kind of look at you and be like oh uh, I saw Terry Crews uh, avocados maybe you know there's just <laughs> it doesn't really seem to make a lot of sense you're just throwing a lot of you know good money after bad just trying to make that happen.
2: I will say Georgia, in a sense, benefited with the Kia ad. That's something that caught the eye of uh, Senator Johnny Isakson. Uh, that kind of shift to Georgia production, made here, yeah. uh, new manufacturing. So that was one that Really kind of lifted the souls of a lot of people. Um, I think that one was important. And then T-Mobile, uh, I think they kind of stole the show. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm gonna say, as a journalist, I really appreciated the Washington Post ad. I oh, thought it sure. was terrifically done. All right, How about the afterlife of the game on social media? Reactions, memes, complaints about traffic, memes about uh, uh, Adam Levine's strip tease, by, for example.
2: <laughs> My question is, how did people watch the Super Bowl without Twitter? I think Twitter really <laughs> saved the night in a lot of ways here. Um, you, you talk about the memes, but just the the jokes that people kind of pumped life back into the game. Right. I think I mean that's really a view of how social media you know keeps you plugged in because without Twitter, would you have turned it off. Probably, uh, but in order yeah. to understand what are people talking about, why is this trending? Why isn't this? Um, you got to thank Twitter for that one.
0: This game in isolation, it was 14 punts compared to three field goals and only one touchdown, so it was borderline unwatchable in some spots. So I think you know, even the uh, the kind of rude jokes that were <laughs> that were uh, at Atlanta sports, uh, you know, a few detractors on there saying, "Well, of course, you know, what do you expect? It's in Atlanta. It's not gonna not gonna be a lot of scoring in this one." That, yeah, that hurt a little bit personally. Uh, but besides that, you know, I have to agree with Ross. It did make the game a lot more fun.
1: OK, well, uh, John Nelson's coming up after this and he mm-hmm. wants a rebuttal. He does not agree that it was a dud. He said it was a defensive masterpiece. Oh, yeah. So we'll, get you, we'll let you guys thrash it out. <laughs> but, Ross, you were over the weekend covering Super Bowl events across the city. Now, here are two fans you spoke to, Kevin and John Hardy from Cape Cod, Cape Cad, giving us a recap of their weekend. First Super Bowl, by the way it's crazy this city's beautiful I mean they had a lot going on there was a lot to do there wasn't a moment where I was just bored doing nothing you know Imagine. we did the uh, the NFL experience that was like that was the best experience I've ever had man yeah. I thought I mean when I came here I didn't know what to expect but now uh, oh I'll come back I'll come back
2: so what did they experience they had sounded like they had the time of their lives and that was Actually, uh, the the common theme that I heard. I talked to uh, some Eagles fans, Saints fan, Saints fans were here. Mm. Uh, a couple of them who are actually going to the game anyway, and they said, you know, this is still a chance to be a part of it, and we're pulling for the Patriots. But um, if you are Atlanta, if you are Mayor Bottoms, you have to thank the weather gods. <laughs> when we talked about the 2000 right. Super Bowl and the ice storm that really shut down the city. We talked about the 2014 Snowpocalypse and how Atlanta doesn't really do well with winter weather. We had the winter weather scare earlier this week, but I mean, this weekend it was spring like. It was 67 degrees. The roof was open for the pregame festivities for a flyover, and that's something the NFL wanted. Um, But Atlanta really showed up, and and today Roger Goodell, in thanking the city of Atlanta, said your southern hospitality was really on display. Mm -hmm. And that's something that you can attribute to the 10,000 volunteers, the host committee, just the welcoming nature of the city that they say is
1: too busy to hate. And how about uh, the—how did MARTA perform?
2: I think our own Ross Terrell took it to great success. (laughs) I I did. I I did take it. Um, I took it there and back. And much different than the national championship, where there were delays for hours to clear off the stations. Martha was really prepared. They had ambassadors um, everywhere telling you where to go. Please move down. They had officers at all stations. Um, It was really efficient. I think they did a, a great job of having signage, showing people as soon as you leave, here's where to get there but they did have a hiccup with the streetcar. Um, <laughs> shut down early it Sunday. It shut down early Saturday oh, Sunday, and, yeah. and on Sunday. Um, it gets stuck in traffic, and it, it was inoperable, much like these two offenses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, snap. He can't resist. Well, okay, a... <laughs> Taylor, we got to wrap, so I just <laughs> wanted to ask you, how did you think the city fared during the big event?
0: I think it was great uh, to think how poorly things went 19 years ago. I think this, this city has a very uh, long memory when it comes to that, and so does the rest of the world. So now that you get a chance to put Atlanta's best foot forward, especially on the national stage, I think that's a good thing for everybody.
1: GPB Morning Edition producer Taylor Gant and GPB reporter Rosterel, thank you both so much.
0: Thank you, Virginia. joining you.
1: And how else should we leave but listening to some Room 5, who just brought it last night. Coming up, we're going to hear about how Georgia high school and college football players played in the big game and in the NFL in general. With GPB Football Fridays and Georgia podcast host, John Nelson. Yo.
0: I was so high, I did not recognize the fire burning in